baby. It's the Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast, episode 74. Hi, it's Kaylin Amadio, the Boomer Gal, and I have another great guest for you this week here on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. Please allow me to introduce you to Belinda Farrell. She is the author of the book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. I just love saying that. I can hold it up. Yes. Find your friggin' joy already. She graduated with a BA in Spanish and English from the University of California at Berkeley and is trained in hypnotherapy, easy for me to say, past life regression, NLP, which has always fascinated me, Hawaiian chanting, and ancient Hawaiian healing, which is called Huna. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Huna. Belinda trained with Anthony Robbins. You all know who Anthony Robbins is, I'm sure, and has effectively used these skills in her own life. She's actually completed 18 firewalks. When Belinda was 48, she collapsed with herniated discs and spinal nerve damage. She was threatened with paralysis by her medical doctors if she didn't have surgery, but instead she chose to apply the ancient Hawaiian healing practices that she had been learning, which are covered in this book. Right? Right. Covered exactly. in the book. Um, and she was able to completely heal her back, including childhood scoliosis, which is amazing. So for 15 years, she's been sharing these healing practices with you and I, and she's been offering reconnective healing and HUNA classes and taking clients to Hawaii to teach HUNA and swim with wild spinner dolphins. So Belinda, welcome to Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I don't know where you are, but it just feels like you're right next door. I know. Well, that's the wonder of technology. I am actually in New York. Oh, right. Wow. I'm just right outside of New York City in uh, in the county uh, north of New York City. Wow. So even more reason why I'm saying we were talking about the political season. She and I are recording this. Uh, I don't know when you're watching it, but we're recording it. Something like 28 days before the presidential election, I think, is where we're at. Somewhere in there. It's less than 30 days. And I, <laughs> I was saying, I like politics as a spectator sport. I, I pay attention to it. I like it. I've always enjoyed it since my government class in sen- senior year in high school. Right. But I am so sick of the whole thing now. And living in New York, two New Yorkers are running for president, right? Donald Trump yeah. and Hillary Clinton. Hillary yep. lives not very far from where I am. We live in the same county. Wow. So uh, I'm, I am just, I'm tired of the whole thing. Wow. Well, you know, you have to have some kind of breakthrough after there's a breakdown. So maybe something is breaking down and we'll all experience some enormous breakthrough. Wouldn't that be as wonderful a yeah. as a result of all this angst? Yes. You know, no matter which side you're on, it's, it's been a very difficult it's election season. So like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it, it's been. I've never. I've never experienced this before. It's. It's been absolutely crazy. So, uh, what a. What a good topic we're gonna have. Yeah, we're find gonna, your we're, friggin' joy. I'm gonna if you find can my friggin' joy again. <laughs> I'm gonna find my friggin' joy, and I'm gonna learn how to uh, heal, heal That's thyself, right. right? So, Belinda, I gave people a, a a pretty good bio, you know, about you. But I always, my first question to my guests is always. You know, fill in the gaps a little bit. How did you come to be doing what you're doing? And if you want to tell us whether or not you two are baby boomer, I won't stop you. Well, I was born in 1945. 
So oh. I think officially 46 is the baby boomer. Yeah, that's so. officially when it starts. So you just but missed it. I just missed it, but you could give me a little leeway. Yes, right? I, yes I can. I can grant you that. I have the authority. Thank you. Oh, God, I feel so blessed now. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm 71, and it's been quite a journey up until this point. Um, I hated the water all my life, and dolphins came to me in my dream time and taught me how to swim and had me yearning to go out and be in the ocean to be with them. So that's how I started this absolute um, marriage with them in the water for the last 23 years I've been swimming with these wild spinner dolphins wow. and they have just transformed me because we all go through you know terrible you know sufferings in our life and things that we just interpret either one way or another and the swimming with the dolphins has been more like an elixir for me going through the pain I, I lost my son um, to a suicide, and that was eight years ago. And I had been studying the Huna. I had healed my back before that. And that was an amazing gift to learn how to reach the higher part of you. Everybody has a higher self. And when you reach that higher part, it can come into your physical body and heal anything. And that's what I actually did. I, I connected with this higher part, and it healed my back, my scoliosis had me walk again it was just a miracle as far as I was concerned but I had the recipe so when you have the recipe you know how to do it and that's what I put into this book but after my son um, died I couldn't do anything I was right. numbed, just full of grief yeah. and I didn't want it I kind of went into a little hole I also lost all my savings which I had been saving, obviously, they're called savings, right? I had given it all to a Ponzi scheme. Schemer. Oh, goodness. So I was forced with um, selling everything that I could and, you know, just kind of surviving for a while. A friend took me to see a movie called The Living Matrix. I don't know if you're aware. No, I haven't heard of that. I'm a it's big teacher. fan of The Matrix. Oh, right. yeah. I like science fiction. I love fiction. that, too. Yeah, yes, I like science fiction. Right. <laughs> but this was The Living Matrix, and it featured Dr. Bruce Lipton and Dr. Eric Pearl, who seeded these um, frequencies that I do now, the reconnective healing. And it just, I when I saw what he did, um, he did like three sessions where he didn't touch the little boy at all, who was confined to a wheelchair with cerebral palsy. Mm. He did three very short sessions, and this little boy that everybody had given up on, had walked out of his chair and went to the playground to play and hold a cup for the first time. And I thought, that's, that's good. I want to learn how to do that's that. That's better than good. <laughs> that was really, really amazing. So I came back home, looked up Reconnective Healing. I got my own session with a Reconnective Healer, and they don't know anything about you. The less they know about you, the better. She didn't know I'd lost my son, my mother, nothing. When I got up from that session, which was about 35 minutes, all my grief was lifted. And I felt no more weight on my shoulders. I was just light. My joy had returned. It was That was a miracle to me because I had been seeped into that grief for so long. And so I continued to have couple more sessions I had my reconnection done and I flew to Chicago to learn how to do this amazing work and so I've been doing this ever since having the reconnection done which again are it's different from the healing because it's a series of drawings 
that are traced on your acupuncture points and it really lifts you, accelerates you onto your soul path. Mm. So whatever it is that you're kind of teetering not to do, this is going to boost you over and to fulfilling your soul's destiny. Well, apparently there was a book in me. I didn't want to write. I, I would, I'd rather go out and play. I wanted to go play. And they said, you're going to write a book. And I went, no problem. <laughs> so good for you. It was, it was as though, okay, I'm going to do it. Three years of your life, you know, that's what you do. Yes. And the book went live. It was the day the world was supposed to come to an end, 12-21-12. <laughs> and my book went live. And so it's been helping people, you know, I, I can't tell you. It's all been all over the world. And, you know, I get comments and letters and emails and tweets and things like that. And so I know it's helping some people. And it, it just, you know, you can't be everything to everybody, but it does resonate with some who really want to take an active role in their healing. That's sure. what it's for. Sure. Because the huna means secret. These are the secrets of healing yourself. I had no money for insurance at the time my back failed. Um, you had mentioned I'd, I worked with Tony Robbins. I worked with him for five years. I was on his, his staff. And I did some amazing things. One of them was after doing firewalks, I wanted to be a race car driver. And so after you've done a firewalk, you say, well, gee, if I can do walk on this fire, what else could I do in my life? Well, I always wanted to drive a race car. So it got me to go to a racetrack and enroll in a Grand Prix road racing course, not even knowing how to drive a stick shift, mind you. <laughs> But I was like a sponge and I took everything in and apparently I had some talent because after the four-day course was over, they hired me to drive for Buick and Cadillac in New York. So really? off I went. Yeah, I, my career started. I came back and I had to um, learn more tricks of the trade, spins, slides, 180s, 360s, terrorist driving. And I did that for almost 10 years. Oh my goodness. So when when I couldn't do any more of the stunt driving because my back was failing me, my insurance got dropped. I had no insurance. So I was really motivated to go back to the Huna that I had learned in Hawaii and heal myself because I really didn't want to go through any cutting. I had been married to an orthopedic surgeon and I already had heard about some of the failed attempts at fixing people's backs. My son himself had to go through two surgeries and they failed him he had to be on pain medication and the pain medication is what he overdosed on mm. yeah when it comes because I've had back problems off and on my whole life and from the things that I have read the amount of time it takes you to heal you know from a from a back injury naturally right. that surgery isn't necessarily any faster and it's right. no guarantee your body's so intelligent, yeah. and if you guide it, if you guide it with your thoughts, with the mind, it knows exactly how to heal you. It's it's holding a blueprint of your perfect right. health. Right, right. So, um, you work with private clients, I assume, because yes. you you take people, you know, to swim with the dolphins. I had yes. I had mentioned in in reading your bio. So do you work with people of all different age groups, you know? Oh, yes. I'm always focused on the boomers. That's what this podcast is geared towards. So right. if you're dealing with people from all kinds of generations, do you find working with, with 
boomers different in any way? Do they relate to this differently? Does it work faster or slower for them? Oh, we're such a chosen people, aren't we? <laughs> I, you know, I think there's more of a resonance, you know, when, it, when you're dealing with somebody your own age. I just finished a HUNA class today with someone who was just, you know, a couple years younger than me. And it's more relatable, you know, I would say. But everyone um, has that deep-rooted wound, you know, of being accepted of being accepted of who they are, being honored for who they are, um, not taking too much responsibility on their shoulders. So many people just think they're responsible for the whole world, you know, and yes. then they're just completely overburdened and overworked. And that's how you break down the healing system in your body and you get sick. You just have to look at the machine that you're using and just see how much energy you're expelling. So, you know, it's fun to work with all different kinds of people. People come to me if they resonate with wanting to do their own healing or if they're really ready, they have to be ready to move to the next level mm -hmm. because you're going to step into a, a paradigm of changing your DNA, and you've got to be open to that, not, you know, oh, I think I want it, but no, I don't think I want it, because then it doesn't work. Sure. And that's, that's true of absolutely everything. Right. You, you have to make the decision that, yes, you're going to move forward with this. And, cha you know, change is always difficult. But yeah. once you make up your mind, and you, know, you clearly know this better than anybody, because you, <laughs> you're a Renaissance woman, after my own heart. Yeah. You know, once you make up your mind that you're going to do something, you, you go out and do it. You make it sound easy. Oh, but it is. Once you take that first step. Yeah, once you make up your mind, right? Yes. Then it becomes much simpler. I, I mean, I cannot tell you how afraid I was of the ocean, of the swimming pool, of anything that had to do with water. Until I was 40 years old, that's when I got a divorce. And I saw in the paper where t this Tony Robbins was going to have a firewalk. And I went to this church, Science of Mind Church, where the minister had just done this firewalk and I hadn't even seen a, a woman minister at that time that was like alien to me and I thought well if she can do it maybe maybe I can do that maybe that'll get me out of this fear base because I was raised Catholic and I was even finally uh, expelled from Catholic school in eighth grade <laughs> I walked I walked home with a boy oh horrors. yes horrors so, I mean, I had been put kind of in a little cage, and I was always trying to please people and right. do the right thing. So all of a sudden, you're free to kind of explore all these unknowns, and there was this firewalk. And I, you know, overcoming the fear of walking on fire and to do the race car driving, that was great. But I couldn't even tell Tony I was afraid of water. I was too embarrassed. It was, that was really a deep, dark secret. Hmm. And I would help people get over their fear of the water <laughs> in swimming pools that we used to do at some of his seminars. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't try it myself. So it wasn't until I went to Hawaii and I started doing the NLP and the hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And we had a higher self-connection through ha breathing and opening up the channels to allow this higher right. part to come in. That's when these dolphins and these whales started coming into my psyche. I'd never had them on my radar at all. I mean, where were they coming from? <laughs> and then they started invading my dreams at night, and I couldn't sleep because they were just teaching me how to swim in the water. And I, I was just 
okay, I got to find out how I can go out and meet with them. But I had to get over that fear of the water. It was huge. I bet. It was huge. Yeah. Well, okay. You're so, you're fascinating. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to remind myself, let's stay on topic. There's so many things okay. I can talk about with this lady. All right. So in terms of uh, healing and finding your friggin' joy. Yes. Right. What are the top three tips that you would offer people okay. in, in approaching finding their joy? Right. First of all, you have to take responsibility for everything you've created in your life. Right. If you're blaming somebody else, then you, will, you won't be doing this because this is an inside job. The, the heart of Huna, the secret, is self-forgiveness. And so there is a process called Ho'oponopono. I don't know if you've heard about it. Mm -mm. It means to make right, right. And the ancient Hawaiians would every night at sunset, they would gather as a family and they would expose their hatred, their anger, their sorrows, everything that they had out into the open to forgive themselves for the way they were looking at that person place or thing and it would just dwindle down into the water with the sunset right and so it they would put them back in the present time where they could begin again hmm. so this is something we do I call my book cleaning the plaque of your soul because when you do the self-forgiveness when you cut these cords and you do it daily it doesn't take long right you you get back into present time and what you've been carrying dissipates and neutralizes and you feel good you feel lighter sure so that's the well, heart yeah the well that's a good tip but so many people a don't even realize that they're doing it that they're harboring right, right these these negative thoughts and energies right right or they they find some sort of um let's see what's the right word it's uh it's it's akin to always always wanting to be right like always arguing because you think you're right and it's important to you to be right you know it's important to them to hold on to that angst because it somehow is defining them so that statement do you want to be right or do you want to be happy right exactly <laughs> isn't it doc is it dr phil that says that somebody one of these tv you Some know said psychologists it, yes. says it and it's so true yeah which which is which is better for you being being right or being happy well you just i kind of equate the the stress in our life to money okay so you're given a hundred bucks a day of energy and you get to spend it however you want so if you get out of bed get in your car on your way to work somebody crosses you and you just get all you know angst about it and the mm -hmm. blood veins kind of pop out of your head You've wasted about eighty dollars of your of your hundred. Right. And by the time you get to work, maybe your boss isn't really on the right track, and you get angry again. So now you're in deficit. You know, now you're like minus twenty or something inside, and then you go home and you're exhausted. Yeah. So you have to just decide: Am I going to get pissed off, or am I going to get just a teens annoyed? How am I going to spend? my savings account which is really your energy that you're holding inside you need to have a lot of that energy saved so when you do get something that is 
you know, um, challenging for your health that you have something to fight it off with. Right. No, that, so, it makes sense. It's a good yes. way of thinking of it. So I just kind of look at, is that is that really worth all of my anger, all of my energy? And so I don't engage myself so much into it. And if I do, I cut cords. I use this Ho'oponopono, which is very much detailed in the book. Because mm-hmm. all you have to say is you imagine that the person is down below you or the situation is down or the whole political arena is down below you. And you have cords that are connecting you to them, and those are your judgments. Those are, you know, what you have decided is your third dimension uh, interpretation of what that means. Right, right. And you just say, I, you know, I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. You're dealing with your higher self, mm-hmm. and you're forgiving yourself, neutralizing the playing field. And then you can take scissors or a knife and then just shake your shoulders, and that floats away because... They're your movies. They're, yeah, you they're, created them. Yeah, exactly. They're yours to control, to hold on to, or to let go. Right. You're the art director. You're the director. You're the producer. You're right. the script writer. Yeah. So you're just forgiving yourself for the low way that you're interpreting that. Right. And once you neutralize it, it comes back to you at a higher level. Okay. So the, the person that you're in angst about could be call you back on the phone and normally does and just apologizes it, it it is so powerful it really does work i've been doing it for years now and i wouldn't be as carefree or whatever <laughs> as i am yeah without I'm, it right yeah exactly so can you give us another tip ah <sighs> well that's that's a big one yeah that was had laughter having fun, you know, getting out. I have to laugh before I go to bed at night. So sometimes I partake in um, the Friends series. Right, yeah, something I don't on know. TV or... They still make me laugh. Mm-hmm. So I have to go to bed with some kind of laughter going on. And I cut my cords in the bathtub because uh-huh. it all, everything and kind of... go down goes, the drain. Goes down the drain. Yeah. And another thing is I don't fight things anymore. I had an incident when I was out in the ocean and I was just getting my, you know, training wheels off and I started going out a little farther than I was comfortable with mm-hmm. and I got caught in a riptide. Yeah. And I was panicked. Even though I thought I could be all right, I just started, you know, swimming and flagellating and going nowhere right. and getting exhausted. And I just, I didn't, I couldn't see the shore so much anymore. And I just, I, I said, help, help. I don't know what to, you know, what to do. And this giant sea turtle came in right next to me. And I could just look into that sea turtle's eyes. And he just said, I could feel it saying, do what I do. And I just stopped struggling. And I just started being like the turtle. And just, it's like, amazing but it took me over the current i just followed the turtle he was side by side with me and he just took me over the current and then put me on these rocks that led me back to the to the shore and i went back to look and he was gone mm. so i don't know if that was an angel i don't well, know well he he did his good deed for the day oh my god but so what it has taught me is that you know i had to be in the flow to be saved you you just don't fight it you know just stay in the flow if you if you want to go this way but the flow is going that way you better go with the flow 
mm. because you're going to struggle and you you may not make it. Well, would you consider that our biggest challenge? Yeah, I certainly do. People yeah. want to fight and, you know, they right. want to be right. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm, But you have to see the signs. You know, if the signs are saying, you know, go in this other direction. And then eventually you'll say, God, why didn't I listen to that? Why, it was a red flag. I knew it was a yeah, red flag. Yeah. I knew I shouldn't have gone out with him, but <laughs> here I right. did. Yeah, you don't listen to your gut. You let your head... Uh, yeah. overrule your gut or some people would call it you know uh living in the now there's yeah. you know the past is gone and the future is empty so that you know you can fill it up with whatever with whatever you want but you're actually existing right now and but, you know now happens quickly but, but people are infused with the with the memories of the past right worrying about what's already happened exactly or looking forward to the future and not really paying attention to now. So their now is clouded with the failures of the past. Yeah. And and the conscious mind is trying to control that and it's really it's it's exhausting. It is, it is exhausting. <laughs> so it that's really why is. that you know that's why the cord cutting is so it's such a great exercise. Right. Well what would you tell people to uh do right now to start making changes like besides you can pick up the book yes right you can always pick up the book right she's given us uh belinda has given us a lot of tips we've had a a a very lovely conversation with uh, things i know it all makes sense to me i'm hoping it makes sense (laughs) to you then again i you know i'm one of these people who likes to um study self-improvement you know to to become a, 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 a better person i wish um I could always be better, you know. I could always oh, be better. I but, think um, you're better right now. Well, you're doing this show, you're connecting people from all over the world. I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. You are um, amazing job. So, what would you, what would you have people do right now today if they were saying, you know what, I'm listening to them and I think I need to start making changes? Well, I would just tell them right now to take a deep breath, just like everybody should take a deep breath during the day. I learned this from the dolphins because I watch them come up and take a deep breath every seven minutes. Mm. If they don't, they will die. And so we take a deep breath up to the top of our head, which connects to a higher self. And it's a kind of a ha breath. And it really just kind of brings everything down into a a much more calm Mm -hmm. place to be. And, and just be grateful for something that they have in their life, some someone, some person. And to know that what they're doing, I mean, we're not a doing, are we? We're a being. Right. And that we are really making a difference. And the difference comes first from within us. When we feel we're making a difference, then we can go out and help other people make a difference. Right. And find something to just bring joy, you know. Even if it's a bird outside, I I feed a lot of birds around my house, so I always have birds and squirrels and hummingbirds, and mm-hmm. I listen to their their high their chatter. Pitch. Yeah. Oh, I just love it because it reminds <laughs> me it reminds me of the ocean and and the sonar that's in the ocean. Right. Because the sonar is so effective at breaking down all the fear and the suffering that people have around them. The dolphins don't have the beta pattern. They don't have the uh, self-talk that humans do. Oh. So when they see you, 
they see this piece of sheet music that's just a little bit out of kilter. Mm -hmm. So they sonar you and they give you bubbles so that you can break that stuff down. And all that's left is this unconditional love. Mm. So I do suggest they go on my trip. Yeah, I, I was going to say, how can people get in touch with you? <laughs> like that, that was my next question. Yeah. How can people find you? How can they connect with you? What's the best uh, way? My, my website is called Huna Healing, H-U-N-A, healing.com. And there's um, an icon of spiritual journeys. And they just click on the PDF of the Dolphin Adventures. And then it gives the whole um, itinerary for next year. Because I just okay. came back. Just came back. All right. It's in August and September of next year. All right. That's, it sounds absolutely lovely. It's funny that you, you talked about um, the birds, and uh, I equated that to being outside. I guess you don't have to be outside to watch birds. You could watch them through your window. Yes. But it was funny. I was uh, driving to my office. I'm in my home office when I do the show. I was telling Belinda I record from my home office, but I was driving to my away office, <laughs> and... It popped into my head all of a sudden that one of my New Year's resolutions, which I think I'll be beginning early, I'm not going to wait till New Year's to do it, is I'm going to determine whatever the right number is, but the the number of minutes or hours a day that I should be outside. Oh. I think I'm not outside enough. That's right. Well, right? you're... And That's I want right. to make sure I take those breaks, no matter what's going on during the day, and go outside. Because then you align with the harmony of nature. Right. And everything, we, we study when I teach Huna, it's so much about the elements, the earth, the air, sure. the fire, and the water. And I guess I can feel subconsciously that's missing, because yeah. it just, it popped into my head while I was driving. I'm like, I need to be outside more. Right. Uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, well, this there's your, that's your intuition and your higher self right, in right. Saying, talking to me. Okay. And I said, oh, what a great New Year's resolution. And I'm not going to wait till January. I'm going to start now because fall's my favorite season. You know? Yes. Let's and be outside. To Just to ground yourself or just to lean up against a tree. Are you near any water? Are you near? I, I mean, I live in New York, so yes. Okay. Yes. Does that does that help being near water? Um. Actually, water is not that important to me. I mean, you you love water, clearly. I like um, forests, right? Okay. I like being out in the woods. Yeah, right? I like Or on mountains or... Well, remember, I hated water for half my life. Right, right. And so it, it's, again, the because I was afraid of my emotions. Mm. See, your emotions are in water. So I didn't really want to address anything that was right. remotely scary i was pushing them down and that's when a lot of people go to drugs and alcohol uh, they don't yeah. want to experience this stuff that comes right. up right but the body just wants to throw it out like popping a pimple yeah it just wants to get rid of it get rid of it so now i love the i live a mile away from the ocean mm -hmm. we are in the surfing capital of the world santa cruz <laughs> and i'm more in balance now because i'm a triple fire sign so I'm just needing air to, you know, to really lift me up. And, and I have a partner, a boyfriend that is an air sign. So that works oh, out. That I sounds feel, perfect. I know. Right? I feel like I'm finally balanced. <laughs> so it sounds like exactly the right thing. 
So before I let you go, and by the way, those of you listening, you know, you can always come back to Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast and find the link to Belinda's uh, website. And we will give you the name of her book, you know, how to get her book. If you would like to pick up a copy, because I, I always tell my listeners, if you're on the treadmill, please don't get off. I'm very proud of you. You know, if you're driving, <laughs> I realize, you know, you, you might not be able to write it down now, but you can always come back to the website, excuse me, Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast or uh, the Bug Podcast. My assistant and I refer to Boomer's Ultimate Guide as Bug because it's, uh, it's way too long a title. I didn't show you my book, right? Let's see. The Boomer's <gasps> Ultimate oh. Guide to Social Media Marketing, right? Oh it's God. a really long title and you get tired of, you know, typing that out. So we just call it Bug. Bug, oh, Bug, I love Bug. That. Bugs are good. Beetles. Look what it did to the Beatles. There you go. <laughs> Why not, right? So uh, you can always come back to the website and find these links. So don't worry about it if you weren't able to write it down right now. And Belinda, before I let you go, the last question I always ask my guests is if there, and you've already shared a ton of them, but if there's an inspirational story or a quote that you would like to share with us before we leave. Well, you know, maybe I could just share a chant. I do sure. enchanting and that seems to lift people's spirits and it has, it asks for the darkness to move away and for the light to come in. Okay. And I have CDs about that, but I think that would be something I could leave with your with your okay. listeners. Okay. Hainohana keokuya kanahi hele hele iale hiya hiya hetetio huohue tauokoko ehe na kino malui kalani malue ho chills that was beautiful well i love chanting and i love what it does to me after i've chanted because we have like sleeping cells inside of us and they don't respond to english they mm. like ancient you know like drumming or just right. ancient ancient things so right, right we have you know there's just so much within all of us you know to just emerge that and just to sure so much to that. explore right there's so much yes. to explore you don't you don't yeah. have to leave home no, don't leave home without, <laughs> without yourself. Exactly. Well, Belinda Farrell, it's been lovely meeting you today. Thank you. It's been an honor myself. I wish it, you could come right over for a cup of tea. I, I know, right? <laughs> no, I, had a, I had a very lovely time speaking with you. And um, I'm, I look forward to reading your book. I show people one more time. Thanks. And for those of you that have been listening, you know, on Tuesday afternoons, we release another new episode of Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast with great guests like Belinda Farrell to help you live vibrant lives because that's that's what I'm trying to do here is connect you with people who will help you live a vibrant life. So until next time, I would very much like you all to take care. Boom, baby. That's it for now. See you next time on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.